Earn, Spend, Live presents Eavesdropping. Real women, real talk. Hey guys, I'm Elise. And I'm Malia. And today we're talking <laughs> about the do's and don'ts of handling conflict at work. Guys, we did that intro like 10 times, so if it sounds really dumb, Like 15, honestly. Like, tweet us what you think our intro should be, because we should be doing it better. (sighs) Yes. Um, Before we get into, like, the whole do's and don'ts of conflict, the heavy, heavy topic today, what's going on in the news, Elise? Ugh, not much. It's a slow week for, like, feminism. I don't know. Some of these are pretty big. So, first off, Caitlyn Jenner is potentially running for Senate. Yeah, I don't care about this. This is, like, the same bucket as, like, our news last podcast. It's not really surprising, though. Right. Cool. You and Arnold Schwarzenegger should have a party. But also, Malia and I were talking about her earlier, and, like, I just think she is the biggest piece of shit human. Like, yeah, literally they asked her, like, about what was going on with Rob in China and how Rob was handling it. And she was like, oh, I don't know. I haven't had a conversation with him in, like, years. Like, you were his stepmom since he was, like, three. Right. You're a garbage human being. Yeah, she's trash. And even just the the way she's... Oh, I know. There's a million other issues with her. Like, so just the way she's handled everything, honestly. Like, since being, even just coming out as trans, she's like, I'm trans. And it's like, all right, cool. And she's like, but you're only, like, really trans if you spend as much money as I did on all of these surgeries. Anyway, she's garbage. She should not be a politician. At all. Ever. No. I mean, it's fair game since we, like, have a president who, like, was a reality show star or whatever. Right. So. I mean, if she's ever going to run, now is probably the yeah, time. Yeah, now is the time. I don't think she'll win. I hope not. Um, also, in, in happier news, Doctor Who is now a woman. Hey! Do you watch that show? I have watched that show. I am not, like, current. I haven't watched the last several seasons. Um, but I've been watching the reboot somewhat. So I've seen, like, probably half of the quote-unquote new series. Isn't every season a reboot? So, for any of the rest of you who don't really watch Doctor Who, there's an old <laughs> series where it started in, like, the 50s. And it's oh. going on. Yeah. What? So it's super old. But then... I mean, it was old, but not that old. They'd kind of, they'd basically just, like, stopped making it. And then they had started doing it again. Mm. So that's the reboot. Every... Okay. So, doctors can last more than one season, but, like, every doctor is a regeneration. Mm-hmm. So... Well, it's the same person, right? It's just, like, a different... Same character, different person. It's, like, uh, different actor, different personality. So it's not the same person like, being reincarnated or something. Yeah. It's just that, oh, it is? So yeah. it's the same soul. Yeah. Okay, that's But they, I like, meant. change personalities and everything like that, but they all, like, they keep the memories. Mm. It's okay. a, I mean, it's a cool show. It's definitely one that I would get back into. Um, now that she's a woman? Yes. <laughs> I didn't, and this is an unpopular opinion, but, like, everyone has their own opinions on each iteration of The Doctor, and I did not like Matt Smith, and so I kind of stopped watching for a while and meant to get back into it, but then just didn't. And then I was going to get back into it with Peter Capaldi, and then I just forgot. Because there's a lot of TV out there, you guys. Yeah, a lot. And I have to keep up on a lot of it for you. This is my service. Um, but yeah, now that it's a woman, I'll definitely, definitely mm-hmm. probably tune in. And the other cool part is Doctor Who as a whole has like existed for 54 years or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I say something like that, not because I don't know that it's 54, but because I don't know if 54 counts the time when it was, like, off air. Mm -hmm. But it's the first time there's ever been a female doctor. So that's cool. 
Um, my friend and one of the contributors on our site, Taylor, has promised me an article about it. So that should be coming out soon. We yeah. shall see. She's a creative writer, so she likes to take her time. So we'll see. Shout out to Taylor. Finish Hello, that Taylor. Uh, yeah, it's really exciting. And the most exciting part for me personally is the sheer volume of male tears of all of the like nerdy fanboys who are Has very there been backlash? Oh my god, yeah, people are so mad. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah. It's I just figured great. everybody would be excited, but I guess it's like with Ghostbusters when exactly. I was excited, but everyone else was like, oh my no. god. I'm totally gonna, I like saved this picture off of Twitter so I could share it on Instagram later, but it's a. I will share it, and you guys can go see it if you follow me on Instagram. It's at Malia B. Um, but the, <laughs> the Twitter, oh my god, the tweet was, oh, where is it? No, anyway, it was basically like, we came for Ghostbusters, and oh, then I saw Star that. Wars. Yes. I tweeted it, I think. It was, we came for your Ghostbusters, your Star Wars, and your superheroes, and now we're coming for your Doctor Who. There's nothing we won't ruin with our womanly hands. And it was so good. I retweeted that-ish. I oh, love it. So good. It's amazing. Perfection. So yeah, even though I don't watch it, I'm excited. <laughs> You're, um, I mean, it's like, you don't have to be... Right. Like, you don't really watch Star Wars, but you were still excited. About what? Lady Star Wars? What? Oh my god. Lady Star Wars? She was like excited at the time, I swear to god. What are you talking about? She just forgets everything. There's a Lady Star Wars? The last two like main characters of a Star Wars movie have been women. Oh. I was thinking Star Trek. Sorry, guys. I've never. This is the. Oh my god. All I've the never time. seen Star Wars, so I like I can't tell them apart. All the time. This is Elise with like. I was like, no, Chris Pine was the main character. <laughs> she has seen Star Trek literally only because of Chris Pine. That is a fact. And only the movies, which everyone knows are trash. <laughs> they, but... they were boring as fuck, but I got through them because husky Chris eyes. Pine. Yes. I know. Yes, yeah, so, like, Elise is not up in nerd culture, which is why it's, like, a big deal that she, a non-nerd, is excited about Lady Doctor Who. Maybe Doctor Who will get some more people. Will you watch it now that it's a lady? I might. Um, she has considered Star Wars for, like, the first time since Promised One with a female. I have? Rogue One, oh my god. I don't remember, like, making these you agreements. Guys, you know what I should do instead of talking to Elise? <laughs> I need to find a black hole and just have long conversations with it instead. <laughs> they would have the same, like, recollection. Yeah, no, we totally talked about it because she's never seen... We need seen... to just film our conversations. I do. I'll just record them all. But she's never seen Star Wars. No. And y'all, we're so off topic now. But I need, I need you to know this about Elise. <laughs> I try. She's never seen Star Wars. But part of the reason why she doesn't want to watch it now is she's like, there's so much. Like, there's way too much yeah, Star Wars. Yeah, it confuses Wars. me because, like, all the new ones are prequels and, like, that doesn't make any sense. What else? And, like, you can't really watch one without watching the other, right. but... It's like the X-Men movies. I yes. try to start watching those and, like, you kind of can if you go back to, like, the first new one. But it's still, like, they had that one movie where they went back in time and it was yes. hella confusing. That one was confusing for and everyone. That wasn't just you. It was a okay, bad movie. Good. But with Star Wars, you know, last year they did Rogue One, a Star Wars story, which doesn't take place within the normal storyline, and the main character is a woman, so we were like, hey, Elise, you should watch this, and we were like, plus there's romance, and it's just so good, and she totally said she would think about it, unless I told her she a, could borrow my DVD. Unless there's a love triangle, I don't remember this conversation. 
A love triangle is the surefire way to hook me. I know. There wasn't a love <laughs> triangle, but it was still really good. Like, you were almost hooked because it's also, like, a total tragedy. Mm. So it's still, it's still, like, up your romantic alley. Yeah, I like romantic movies that end badly. Like, guys, she liked Atonement. I love that. I hate that movie. I just love um, James McAvoy. It's not here in Oh! I, don't I like love her. it. I don't like her. I don't like okay, her. Okay, so we'll we're get to that another we time. are off topic. The point <laughs> okay, is Okay, the next person on our news roundup we both adore. Yes. This Mindy is... Kaling Ugh. is pregnant. Quote well, I need to clarify, reportedly, but E News has also, said I it. I put preggers in this outline and you fucking changed it. No, you did not. I did. I put she's preggers. No, it wasn't even. Oh, in maybe the that outline. was our other outline for eavesdropping live. <laughs> Yes. No, because I looked at this outline, and you guys know we outline the podcast every week. Anyway, there was no mention of Mindy Kaling, and so I added Mindy Kaling is reportedly pregnant. Yeah, I knew I didn't put that. I had a lot of That's how you speak. Yes, pregnant. Um, I really hope it's BJ Novak's baby. But I do want to point out, and I only want to point this out because there are some asshole men on the internet we don't care who her baby daddy is. If she just like went up in a sperm bank, and got pregnant, her business, and we are happy that. for her. That'd be awesome. Yes, like we love she's her. How old? Like she's 35? a queen. Thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. Yes, she is our queen. Oh my god! All so hail yeah. Mindy Kaling. It's now or never. But she said before girl. that like she wants a baby, but there's still no mention of like a serious dude. She hasn't dated anyone that like we know of since yeah. 2012. So, maybe it is BJ Novak's. Maybe they're having a BFF What if he baby? agreed to be her, like, sperm daughter? I would actually really love it if they had a BFF That would be baby. the cutest thing ever. Yeah. I just, like, I almost wish he was gay. But, like, Elise read the comment section. Ugh. I never read the comment section. I love section. the comment section. It's just the most garbage Ugh. people in the entire world. Oh, my God. So, you have to share. Oh, what was it? This I guy. Screenshot. Let me pull it up. Do, 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 do. Pause music. Was it with you and Christine? Okay. Yes. Here we go. So just so you know, the man we're about to tell you about is trash. And essentially, he was like, where your baby daddy at? Oh, here it is. Here it is. Okay. Um, this guy commented and said, I never heard of Mindy Kaling. I never heard of her husband either. Perhaps because she doesn't have one. Get ready, Holly Weird, for another illegitimate child. Which, first of all, I hate the word illegitimate. It's still a fucking child. It was still created with a penis and a vagina. Or artificial inseminate. Yeah, I was going to say. Let's Sorry. Take, take the genitals out of it. Right. Like, that's a real baby. Get over it. Yes. Um, also, like, it's not 1934. Well, but also, it's not, like, here. illegitimate children are not exclusive to Hollywood. Like, it happens every day. Right. It's usually just covered up by a shotgun wedding. Or in the South. people just, like, do, right, or they just, like, raise their baby. Who yes. cares? Like, it's not even um, a big deal. But someone commented back, and they, this this guy's name is Sam Oliver, who, who made that horrible comment, and someone commented back and said, I've never heard of your hair. Oh, yeah, because you don't have any. That's how ridiculous <laughs> you just sounded, and I love this person. It's so good. It's amazing. So, yes, that was the only good thing about the comment section was that clap back to that mm-hmm. asshole. But, like, because who cares, right? Right. I mean, I be care because I love Mindy Kaling and I, like, will be obsessed with her yes. offspring. I care in the sense that, like, I want her to, have, like, be the happiest person in the world and I wish her nothing but joy. 
And so I want however it worked to be this perfect fairy tale that she can write about in her upcoming book that I hope is happening. I'm crossing my fingers and my toes for a third Mindy book. I want to be her baby's auntie. <sighs> I would so be her nanny. That'd be the best. Ooh, let's go apply to be her oh. nanny. That I would literally like leave my career and just yes. go be Mindy Kaling's nanny. Yeah, leave my career, leave my <laughs> boyfriend, leave my family. Because Bye. like, oh, we could have that like BFF relationship. Yes. Mm. I love her so much. Okay. All hail. So now let's get to our real talk. Yes, that was all of our fun, and now we're going to be very serious. <sighs> yeah. Super serious. We actually are. Like, that's not sarcasm. It's a little sarcastic, because you guys know we can never be 100% serious on this podcast. No, but this is one where we literally cannot talk shit, because, like, <laughs> it relates to, like, our work life. Um, so today we're going to talk about the do's and don'ts of handling conflict at work. Boo. Yeah, conflict always sucks. I was going to try to make a joke, but, like, she said I can't. Like, there's nothing, like, fun to say. I mean, like, you can make a joke as long as it's not, like, your personal experience. Well, I know, but, like, like it's not even fun because now you're, you've brought personal experience into it. And it's like, oh. Is it a personal experience joke? No. But now I'm, like, sad because I'm thinking about all of the conflict in my personal oh experience. My God, shut up. She's, an em- <laughs> she's emotionally torturing me. Um... You have, anyway. like, facts and stuff that yes. you found. Go so for it. So, I did go research the facts because I wanted to find facts. Apparently, this is not, like, a super well-researched area of study because all of the stats I found were hella old. Like, the most recent one I found was from, like, 2014. I the, mean, in all honesty, though, like, how do you right. study, like, do a study on work? I mean, people like, do. There's so many different they study, types, like, though. Right. Confrontation, they study whatever. There can be passive aggressiveness that, like, yes. you can't really monitor. But the last time people really seem to have looked at it, like, in depth was in 2008. This organization called CPP Inc. did a study, and they were looking at it, too, because people were really interested in how millennials were handling work conflict. The same way everyone else was, but whatever. It's not like we're, like, aliens. Like, aliens that you need to put in a cage and study. Um, but 85% of employees that they polled report dealing with conflict at work to some degree. They also found that employees spend an average of 2.8 hours a week dealing with conflict. And then, and additionally, so you're kind of wondering, like, oh, my God, what causes three hours a week of conflict for 85, 85% of That's employees. That's low for me. Three hours <laughs> a week? Yeah. Jesus. But I mean, think of it like expressly dealing with conflict. Yeah. Not like disagreements, like straight up conflict. Like altercations? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like when you No, I just schedule, do like petty drama. Yeah, and I mean like petty drama is to be expected. I'm thinking of conflict as like when you have to schedule a meeting with someone's boss. Mm. But what they did find is that although there are other things that can cause... Conflict at work, personality clashes are responsible for nearly half. It was literally 49% of all workplace conflicts. So basically half the time that you're really struggling with someone, it's going to be because your personalities just don't mesh. Which is stupid. Yeah, it sucks. But at least, I don't know, it's not you. (laughs) But it is. It is. I know. It's literally <laughs> it's like you. all about like your personality. Yeah. Like, someone literally just doesn't like you. But it's hard. That's definitely one of the hardest things to communicate through mm-hmm. is personality conflict. Especially when you have to work with someone. So I think we're. How would we define conflict for the purposes of like this conversation? 
Um, I mean, I think there's lots of different types. There's personality clashes where literally just, like, people are saying, like, they think they're being clear, but the other person just doesn't hear it, so there's miscommunication. I think there's miscommunication conflict is probably the most common. Um, And then, of course, there's sexual harassment. Yeah. Um, That's an obvious one. Um, I think if it becomes a hostile work environment, if you literally just... It's, if it's hindering workflow, I think that's when it becomes an actual conflict. I think that's a good definition. Yeah. Just something that's truly in the way. It doesn't even need to just be like, oh, I don't like them. Or like, I wouldn't hang out with them If you don't like work. someone, that's not a conflict. Right. That's just like, you need to just get over that and suck it up. <laughs> if it's actually hindering productivity, that's when it becomes an issue. The other thing I've seen with like personality clashes is essentially you end up with two people who are saying so close to the exact same thing that they can't hear that the other person is agreeing with them and so they're arguing but they're not we've done that yeah we've done that a few times literally me and Elise <laughs> Malia will literally email me back and she'll be like we are on the same page Malia <laughs> so we uh, we're a good example we can pick on each other for this but like we've had it's conflict but like now we've worked together <laughs> enough that we literally know how to deal with it. And for us, being more direct at the beginning is always better. Mm-hmm. Like the clearer we can be from the get go, the better off we are. Yes. Um, so one thing, and so Elise is one of the only people to date that I have ever had a successful confrontation with. It was initiated by Elise. Um, and I was telling her that, like, literally that's how she knows how much she slash earn, spend, live slash work matters to me is typically when I have, like, when someone and I have a problem, what I like to do is avoid it forever and just never speak to them again. And instead, Elise was like, hey, let's talk about this and, like, talk it out. And I was like, ugh. But we did, and then it helped. It was also still in the beginning stages of our work relationship, and you were very, I think, caught off guard by the fact that there was even an issue. Yeah. And so I think that helped. Like, <laughs> if someone, like, you clearly hate someone, and then they come to you, and they're like, hey, why do you hate me? Like, that's not a good situation. But, like, you had no idea there was, like, an issue. And I was like, hey, you're kind of being, like, mean. Yeah, like, I thought I was, like, being funny or, like, didn't even realize how often I was saying certain things, and she was like... Yo, this is I think I, I came from it from the perspective of, like, hey, do you have an issue with me? Yeah, and I was literally like, wait, what? No. Yeah. And she was like, oh, well, this is why I thought that. And so we talked it out. And it's also understanding people's weaknesses because, like, I'm just going to go here. You don't like to apologize. I do not. I hate um, it. You apologized that one time. I did. It's never happened since then, and I accept <laughs> that about you. And I've even, like, I've told people, like, you literally don't have to apologize to get along yeah. with me. Just, like, do better. Like, just be like, okay, I hear you. I do try. I, it may have happened since then, but at least well, but not, I don't like. I need that. And I, I guess it's because, like, I know, like, you are, but, like. I hate it. I, I hate it so much. So I, I think you just have to work with people. Like, just don't be stubborn. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. choose your battles. That's not, like, a battle worth having. Like, you need to apologize. Okay. Right. Just, like, get seven? over it and it'll be okay. Yes. And that's one thing I think, too. Because we were so, like, literally on, like, laid it out on the table, Elise was like, hey, sometimes you do this. And I was like, oh. And then through that, we also kind of identified... That when, like, working with Elise, it's really important to make sure she's always in the loop because Mm -hmm. she runs the website. 
So when she's left out, it can totally impend and, like, interfere with her workflow. Mm -hmm. And keeping everything on the same page. As well as just, like, not stepping on toes and being generally considerate. She's made me a better person, guys. Yay! It's nice. So, in that case, confrontation was necessary because she didn't like working with me and we had to work together. I liked working (laughs) with you. She hated me so much. No, so but I mean, it was like impeding our ability to work right. quickly and effectively. And so yeah. it was like a good talk. So that's like our success story. So there are good and bad types of confrontation. Like yeah. it's not all bad. The other thing that she did that I thought was really good is she like kind of waited until um, like after work hours and yes. she texted and she was like, hey, you know, I would really love to talk. Let's go get lunch. So we were outside of the office. It was just us. Mm-hmm. And then we had some time, like, away from everyone else to, like, legitimately talk, put our phones away, not get sidetracked by everything else. Mm-hmm. And there was another time that I, like, snapped at you on Slack, and you were like, hey, let's go get lunch and talk about this. Yes. So, very much handle it outside. If you can, like, handle it at lunch or grab, like, a conference room, just do but do it face-to-face. That's one of my personal tips yeah. is, like... If it's, if it's tiny enough, like, if it's, like, you caught a typo or there's a mistake, you know, just send an email. But if it's actually, like, a problem, like, an issue you have with someone, like, do it face-to-face. And it helps diffuse some of that tension because what you can find is when... And this happens, like, you see it on the internet all the time. Like, go look at Twitter if you don't believe me. But when you're talking to someone through a computer... It's much easier to forget that, like, the person you're talking to is a person or that the person you're talking to is your friend or that you're working for the same goals. You just really want to be right and you want to say whatever it takes to win. And so talking face-to-face really helps. Taking it outside the office, if you can, helps because it kind of diffuses some of the tension. I think another good rule is... and. I think we both have personal experience with this, but if an email exchange goes on for more than two emails per person, take it outside of email. Yeah. Because that's not productive for anyone. Because like you said, you're just trying to win. You're sitting there like crafting the perfect message and it's not productive. Absolutely. Or literally just take a night to sleep on it and breathe and then you probably won't care the next day. Right. You may not even want to respond to that email. You might just be like, Got it. They can have the last word. Because mm-hmm. that's the other thing. Digitally, you're looking at it and you're like, yeah. they had the last word. Well, and that's what our boss has said to me before. Like, look, so-and-so has had the last word. That's what they need, you know, to feel like they've won the situation. You've said what you need to say, so just stop. Yeah. You just let it go. Yeah. And that's... So, this kind of goes back to when is confrontation appropriate. Um Like, Elisa's main thing is when it's hindering your ability to work. Mm -hmm. Or if you want, like, if it's really bad, like, our examples are small, like, workplace, work style conflicts or personality conflicts. But if it's something major, like a hostile work environment, if you're being harassed or if there's sexual harassment, you should always, 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 like, escalate that to the point of conflict um, and confrontation and tell them, one, that's not okay, And then if it happens again, or even after that first time, go tell HR. Uh, Do you by law have to say, like, that's not okay? Yes. You're supposed to, like, basically, it's not technically by law that you have to, like, tell them that it's unwelcome, Mm -hmm. but typically you do have to, like, address it first. So if you're like, hey, that's not okay, and then you can send 
documentation is always better than not. So then you can send a follow-up to HR and be like, this just happened. This is what I said. This is what they said. I told them that's not okay. This was the first incident and see how they want to handle it. Uh, But you should always, 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 always report that immediately. Anything else we say about, like, letting it go or the last word? Has nothing to do with sexual harassment. Or any, yeah. Someone's picking on you? No. Absolutely not. Um, Someone's like, hey, nice tits. You don't have to be like, I'm letting it go. I'm letting it go. No. You don't have to deal with that shit. No. Look at them and be like, not cool. And then go tell HR so you have it on paper. Yeah, don't be like, nice bulge. Because it right. could be taken in the wrong way. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah, like, fuck you. That's, that's what you should say back just immediately. Just kidding. That's not actually what you should say. That is what you would say, I bet. Probably, yes. <laughs> Usually, I mean, in the case of, like, random street harassers, they just get the bird and then I'm done. Just, like, up yours. <laughs> like, walk away. Um, but, yeah, so for any of this, heavy disclaimer, anything, like, super serious like that, Skip all of our other advice. You don't need to work with this person. You don't have to try to, like, come to a compromise. Mm -hmm. This is literally only for, like, your really, like, to-do list oriented and they're all big picture and you guys need to find a way to work together. But if there's someone sexually harassing you, no. Another disclaimer, aside from sexual harassment, um, if there is a conflict at work, um... I think we've had to learn this. I've had to learn this the hard way. Always try to work it out with that person first. Because if you go directly to your boss, they're going to say, well, what have you done to fix this? What's your solution? So always make sure you at least check that off your box, even if you know it's a lost cause. Um, And it's just, it's a respect thing, you know? Because I've I've had issues with people, and it turns out, kind of like you, they had no idea there was an issue. So you just have to try talking to that person first. Well, and it definitely makes it worse if, I don't know, I'm going to name Dick and Jane because I can. And so Dick and Jane, their boss is Sarah. And Jane has a problem with the way, I don't know, Dick is 15 minutes late for work every day. (laughs) And so Jane goes directly to Sarah and then Sarah talks to Dick. So what Dick ends up hearing is like, Jane has a problem with you, but she doesn't even want to talk to you about it. So she came to me and it creates like, it creates even more tension than if she was like, Hey, I would love it if you were on time. Like it's distracting for me when you come in late. And it's really hard to do. Like confrontation is scary AF. Yeah. Terrifying. But it's part of being a grown up, which sucks. But we do have a few tips for confrontation. And then we have some expert advice. Um, Literally from an expert. I looked her up online. (laughs) But... Our number one tip is don't get too emotional. This is the biggest reason I think it helps to take a step outside the office Mm -hmm. um, or to even, like, if it's an email or something, take the night and handle it the next day. Mm -hmm. If you get emotional, everyone loses. Especially if you're like me and, like, the more pissed off you get, the more people think you're about to cry, even though you're just, like, shaking and pissed off. I do cry when I'm, like, truly in... Truly infuriated. I I get like my eye, like I go, my vision goes blurry, and I'm just like about to rip somebody's head off. It's like if uh, well, I guess if I'm true, if I'm just angry, but then I'm able to just like yell at someone and they get it, I don't cry. But if I'm yelling at someone and like they don't get it, I don't yell at people at work. (laughs) But like I don't know if they're yelling and they. Like, I, I'm yelling and they don't get it, and they're just, like, getting angrier. I'll get so frustrated, I just, like, cry. I didn't know that about you. Yeah. 
if you if I'm ever like crying, probably furious. Well, and especially as women, we're already seen as basket cases anyway. Right. So just don't cry at work. If you feel yourself getting emotional, do not respond. Literally just take a break, walk around the block, go wash your face in the bathroom. One thing I've done when I'm just like super pissed at someone at work, and it doesn't happen that often, honestly, like our office is such a great place to work, but when I do get just like off it happens the everywhere. wall. Right. Well, like, cause you know, you never know. Like people are emotional beings, yeah. so they're not logical. So no, I get, wish like, they were. <laughs> truly ought, like so pissed, take a notebook or a scrap of paper or whatever and just write down all of the reasons you're mad and everything you wish you could say to that person and exactly what happened and do this for two reasons one it helps it get it out of your system and then you feel better two if this ends up escalating to the point that you do have to go to your boss you can take those notes and turn them into something you can show someone with the date and exactly what happened and it counts as like some sort of documentation or if you end up meeting with that person and being like, this is why yeah. I'm upset, you have those specific reasons. Not just like, you made me mad. Right. Because that doesn't can be, help. No, and it can be hard after the fact yeah. to pinpoint exactly what they did that pinpointed or that like triggered this one emotion. You know, it might be that they do a couple of different things that bug you, but you don't want to like yell it about everything because chances are one is the big deal. Mm-hmm. And say by, like, journaling that all out of your system, it can help you pinpoint the thing. So a good way to prevent future issues is to communicate 24-7. Yeah. About everything. Well, like, Elisa's example of us going to lunch a second time, it's not that we had an issue. It's that we wanted to make sure, you know, she was upset, and I was like, let's talk about it, because I don't want to create mm-hmm. a bigger issue. So right. by clearing the air, like, we've been 100% since then. So, Yeah. And it's communication. Always. It's just a preventative measure. And it's a respect thing, you know? Well, and even one thing my boss has been trying to work with me on is I'm... I'm very to the point and very direct. And sometimes that can come across as very short. And so short's never what you want to be with a coworker, right? You don't just want to be, like, snippy. And I never mean to be snippy. What I'm trying to say is just, like, this is what I need to save time. But what she's been like encouraging me to work on is explaining like over explaining giving more context than you need to so everyone feels like they have all of the information that they need Mm -hmm. whether they really need that information or not because that's not like you don't have to decide what information Sarah needs about dick instead you can just send the damn email with all of the explanation and keep everyone in the loop I would always rather have more detail and that's something I'm really bad about too I'm not the most clear person And it causes issues sometimes. (laughs) I try. I think I'm, like, as clear as day. And someone's like, you never told me this. And I'm like, right, okay. Well, I feel like you're always really clear on what you need. And I feel like Mm -hmm. I'm the same. Like, we're clear on what. I'm not clear on how I need it. Yes. Yes. Or the why sometimes. And it's hard. Communication is hard. I feel like I'm really good at it, but I'm not, like, as good as I could be. Yeah. Everyone could be better. Yeah. So communicate 24-7. Um, If communication is something that you want to work on, but you feel like you're not great at, I really love the Harvard Business Review podcast. It's called the HBR Idea Cast, and they bring on people to talk about leadership and office communication and all kinds of stuff that I think is really helpful. I'm going to have to listen to that. Plus, you don't have to pay for a subscription like you do if you read the articles. Oh, that's bullshit. (laughs) 
So what's your last tip, Elise? My last tip, sorry if you don't like this, <laughs> but just suck it up. Um, you're not always going to get along with everyone you work with, but you still have to work with them. So you have to learn how to get along enough to be productive. Right. You never have to go out and get drinks. Right. You don't have to like anyone you work with. You don't. Like, that's not a requirement. You can still work with them. I mean, it's ideal if you can be friends, but, like, being friends doesn't predicate getting the job done. Right. So if you don't like someone, just literally just suck it up and be nice to their face for the sake of making money. Yeah, make money. Your your boss doesn't care that you don't like Sally because, like, I don't know, she, like, her breath smells bad and you don't like talking to her and communicating with her for that reason. Like, your boss just wants to make money. Well, and you know what your paycheck isn't based on? Sally's breath. It's based on you guys turning in some work. Exactly. So, my favorite part about Elisa's last tip is that she had all of this written out before I added in these tips from... Um, Dr. Maria Simpson. She's an executive coach. (laughs) I know, because I know you had them all written. So, like, this is my favorite part. So, Maria Simpson, she has a PhD in communication. So, pretty good expert for this topic. Uh, She recommends that when you're dealing with a conflict at work, you take the following steps. First, you get emotional distance from the immediate situation. So, I don't know. Don't get emotional. Uh, decide if a response is really necessary. Okay, sleep on it. Yep. Um, define the clear goal or results you want from responding. So, that's kind of like how our boss is like, don't respond just because you want to win. Winning right. is not what matters. Um, plan the most appropriate response carefully. Is it something you can handle over an email? Should you go somewhere and talk it out? And then finally, make it work. And this is what makes me laugh because, like, she wrote that as her last tip, Maria Simpson. And I was like, make it work. That's kind of like, I don't know, that's kind of, like, terse. And then I read Elise's advice and it was like, <laughs> suck it up. And I was like, yes. Oh, my God. So, Maria, should, we're soul sisters. You should go be an executive coach, Elise. I guess so. Coach them up. And then we also have one of Elise's favorite articles that you can go read. Yes. Um, it's called The Do's and Don'ts of Handling Conflict at Work. It's very similar to our podcast title today. Quite similar. And it's on the website. Go search for it. It's written by one of our writers, Christine, who is actually leaving us in like a week or so <laughs> to go to law school. So, um, fuck you, Christine. <laughs> I'm just kidding. She's one of our best friends. Y'all see her all the time. And she's been on the podcast before, so if you don't believe us now, go listen to an episode that we recorded with her, and you'll know. Literally, we're having, like, a sleepover this weekend. Like, I don't mean it. Uh, But I just love you. We're like, fuck you. (laughs) All right. So, speaking of lawyers, um, Mm -hmm. it's time for for Dear Dear HBIC. HBIC. (laughs) Are we in totally different approaches to that? I do, too. It didn't work at all. No, I think it worked perfectly, and we should take that as a soundbite and play it before Dear HBIC. Okay, we shall see. I edit this podcast, so I'll make the final decision. (laughs) Okay. So, this week's Dear HBIC. Oh, I was going to, because you read last I couldn't. This is so long, I couldn't get through it without laughing. (laughs) And it's just a, like, personal problem. It is kind of a shit show, so, like, I'm really excited about this one. All right. Dear HBIC, I'm an assistant at a law firm. I take care of my boss's correspondence and various other tasks he needs. Because of this, I hear a lot about his personal life, too. Not only that, he tells me way more about his personal life than is work appropriate. For example, he once texted me that his child, who doesn't live with him, 
was throwing a tantrum and he didn't know what to do. Or, guys, this is nuts. <clears throat> about a car accident he left without reporting. Ah! All right. So last week it got to the worst point. He sent me a drunk text saying that he was sorry it had to end this way. And I thought he was firing me. It turned out that he had some kind of mental break. Anyway, he told me he's seeking professional help and now we haven't had communication in a week. It makes me feel uncomfortable, but I also feel like if I don't talk to him, who will? He needs someone. I just wish it wasn't me. There's also the fact that I don't want to be fired. Am I cold-hearted to him? Will he want to keep me around? Yeah, this is a shit show. Um, Where do we start? Okay. I don't even know where to start. Okay, is she guilt? Like, could she go to jail because she didn't report it? No. The, the um, car accident? No. I feel he, like she could. He She'd could. get in trouble. She might. Isn't I don't she, know. like, guilty by association because she knew about it but, like, didn't say anything? I guess it depends on how bad the car wreck was. So, basically, either way, your boss is putting you in a really bad situation. Well, and also, my other question is how have they not talked in a week if, like, he's her boss? Like, they don't see each other at work? I got the idea that if he's seeking professional help and they haven't had communication, he's in had a week, leave. Yeah. Okay. Maybe he's so not he's at work. Gonna leave right now. Okay. So, I mean, so does she still have a job? Well, like, that's what I was going to say. Like, you say you don't want to be fired, but... But also, why? Like, why do you want to work for this guy? Like, do you need a paycheck that bad? Mm-hmm. I'm sure someone else could... I need an assistant. <laughs> like, go work at Starbucks. <laughs> I won't pay I you. This is just, like... So, this sounds like such a toxic work environment. I'm yeah. sure there are good things about it, too, but you shouldn't be this involved in your boss's personal life. It doesn't matter how many legal dramas you've watched on TV that yeah, make this Yeah, this is normal. not Ugly Betty. No. Like, this is not a cute situation right. where your boss, like, you're going to fall in love together at the end. Like, no. In Paris or wherever. He needs a friend um, and should not be drunk texting his assistant. That's creepy. I'm wondering if now that he's seeking professional help, if it'll get better. Like, do you think that's yeah. what she's waiting on, like, to see? I could see that. Yeah, maybe. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe. This is a tough one. It's... I don't know that I have, like, like yes or no advice. You know, like, yes, quit. Or, like, yes, you should definitely stay. Okay, so here's my advice. And... You probably won't like it, but I say wait till he comes back to work, assuming he's on leave, give it at most two weeks, and if in two weeks he's still behaving this way, he's still being really inappropriate and giving you more information that you should really have about his life, um, if he's hitting people and not leaving notes, like, what? I think you should... Then you should quit. I think you should also just, like we were saying, tell him. Yeah. Like, you know, maybe just be like, look, I really value my job, but this isn't in my job description. Like, I I don't want you to involve me in things like this. This is inappropriate. Yeah, I mean, And then if he fires you, like, at least you did the right thing. I don't know. <laughs> Man, that's so hard. It's really hard. You I also... definitely feel like you have to say that, though. Yeah, otherwise he will never know. Right. I mean, at some point, yeah, you could just be like, I'm your assistant. I can't be your best friend. Right. Like, be like, I'm glad you're seeking professional help, but I could not be that person for you anymore. That's good advice. Or you could even, like, 
I don't know. I feel like on, so this is, again, back to, like, my legal dramas. You know, when the boss and the assistant get really mad at each other, but the assistant comes in and, like, the boss is trying to talk about some personal life stuff. And then the assistant's like, but is there anything work-related I can help you with? Like, you could always take that tack. Mm -hmm. Like, he can text you or whatever and be like, but did you need me to schedule something? Or, like... Just don't feed into it. Right. Like, just shut it shut it down. Yeah, maybe try that first. And if he still doesn't pick up on your subtleties, then be direct. And if yeah. that doesn't work, I would literally just leave. Right. Because there's no way he's paying you enough to be his basically wife. Like, that's who he should be talking to. Yeah. Um, basically be his wife and his assistant. Yeah. Get and, out, girl. And you don't have to be mean. You don't have to be like, oh no. my god, you're such a freak. Well, because he obviously, you know, has some issues and he needs to work them out. But that that's not on you. Right. I mean, the only time I could see that being different is if you guys, like, were dating, which you shouldn't because he's don't. your boss and you're his assistant. Yeah. So no, no. Or if it were, like, someone you had been friends with outside of work before. But even then, I think this is just... It's just inappropriate. He's a professional and should be behaving professionally. Yes. And it sounds like it's a small office that you probably don't have HR to go to. So you're kind of stuck handling it yourself. But I would definitely say, like, I I like Elise's approach. Like, try to just kind of shut it down, be direct. But also, like, give it a few weeks. And if it doesn't change, you should be finding another job. Mm -hmm. This is not would I would start looking now. Yeah. Just in case. I would update your resume, update your LinkedIn, start putting your feelers out with your network. Yeah. Just prepare. Head up your friends. Be like, yo, girl, you know yeah. anyone? Because this doesn't sound good. No, it doesn't sound like a good situation. You can do better. I believe in you, eavesdropper. You go, girl. Okay. Done with that. Yes. We've given you our sage wisdom. We're going to wash our hands of that. Basically, get out, girl. Yes. So, Elise, what do you love in this week? I am loving, I wrote down something, like, some really bad words, but I'm loving <laughs> soap and glory. I wrote down soap and motherfucking glory, because I was really excited about it. She was very excited. Um, but soap and glory, I recently discovered them, and Malia did too, and we, like, fangirled out about how we both were obsessed with them. Yes. It literally started as a convo <laughs> with, like, both of us looking at each other and being like, have you tried? And then we were like, oh, yes! We both do it! Not do it. <laughs> So anyway, Elise tried a we new both product use today. the lotion. Um, yeah, so I tried their, okay, it's a long name, guys. It's called the Righteous Butter Instant Sunkissed Tint Body Lotion. And basically, I'm literally wearing it right now. Um, you rub the lotion on, and it gives you, like, a subtle, like, tan, and then you just wash it off. It's like that crappy Jergens lotion that I hate, but everyone else loves, no, except but, it's not permanent. Well, but that's a gradual self-tanner. This is literally just, like, you put it on, and you get, like, you know, that sun-kissed look, and then the next time you take a shower, it washes off. So, I've been wearing it um, for the videos. I just wore it for my first video today, the FabFitFun unboxing. And if you can't wait for that video, you can see it on the Sephora Play unboxing on Facebook. Yes, and Instagram. Um, so yeah, I'm obsessed with it. Um, you can find it at Target or you can buy it using our link, earnspinlib.com slash go slash soap and glory. Is that hyphen? Yeah. Hyphen sunkissed tint. It'll be in the show notes. Yeah, we'll put it in the show notes. I'm kind of thinking about it. Like you guys, she actually, like she looks really good. I was not expecting this from a lotion 
But it does. It looks like a real tan. We need to, like, put up a picture of, like, comparing our arms yeah. to each other. And, like, before and after. Like, we could put it on one arm. I was arm. thinking about, I'm going to do a before and after yeah. of, like, me in the videos. Um, but, yeah, I actually got two bottles. I only ordered one, but they sent me and charged me for two. Oh, so I don't know. They charged you. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing but you I, like I it. I was going to offer it to you originally, but I was like, I no. really like it, so I'm going to yeah. keep it. Yeah. You should. Yeah. Okay, what oh, are you loving? That's really good. Thank you. So... You guys know I've had a long-term relationship with day designer planners. Let's just say day designer put the spark back in our relationship. <laughs> just so kidding. Cheesy. I'm really bad at writing down jokes, and then I write them down, and I'm like, ew. Anyway, I'm committed to it, though. By which I mean work is super hectic right now, and my life would be so crazy without my day designer. It makes everything so much easier. You can find find our reviews on the site. We always post about it. I post about it. Everyone posts about it because it's so good. It's the best planner I've ever used in my life. Um, and I think what I'm really loving about it right now is I have been filling in my top three with tasks that I already know I need to do. I fill out my schedule with all of my meetings so I can see when I really do have time to go eat lunch. And when I can be done for the day and all of that. And then I can take it with me to various meetings and jot down. There's such a long to-do list that I can jot down to-dos as they come up through the day. So it's really been, oh, it's been a lifesaver. I would never, I don't think I would even like be functioning this week without it. I actually was like, when we were planning this outline, I was like, what am I loving? And my fallback is always just day designer because like it, I can't. I can't live life efficiently without it. And it's life-changing. Yeah. Full disclosure, we are affiliate partners, but further full disclosure, they are in no way paying us for this mention. We no. started using them long before they were an affiliate partner because we loved them so much. Mm-hmm. Tara introduced us to them, and I wasn't like in, like I thought it was too much money at first. Like I was like this is dumb, who would ever pay this, pay this much for a planner? But, like, it's worth it. Well, like, I sat down and did the math, and it's literally, like, a dollar a week. It's it's a little more than a dollar a week, but not by a lot. And it's so worth it if you use it every single day. Well, I love it because it has a little note section where I can write, you know, like, whether our photographer is out of town that day or if you're out. You know, I write on things like that. Or today in our morning meeting, I wrote down, like, little things that I needed to remember and do. Yeah, it's like quick notes. Yes. It's amazing. It's amazing. If you haven't tried it, go look on the site. We have one of the most in-depth reviews of anything ever. And it's got pictures and all sorts of, like, notes. Ugh, it's amazing. And then if you really want to know about it, just tweet me or Elise Mm -hmm. and we will tell you everything about it. It's also in our shop. It should be earnspinlove.com slash shop. And it's under the stationery section. And then plan us. Yeah, it's amazing. So, Elise, what was your boss moment? I, It has nothing to do with planners. No. As y'all know, I I went on a little mini vacation um, for my birthday. Austin, my boyfriend, and I went to the Biltmore in Asheville, North Carolina. Um, I mainly wanted to go to their winery, and I brought back two bottles of wine. I found a red wine I actually like, which is insane. I hate red wine. Um, But it's like a chilled, like, Moscato. Like, usually red wine is, like, room temperature. This is, like, kind of a, like, red Moscato. So it's still sweet. Um, but anyway, I successfully, like, made it through the entire vacation without checking my work emails once. I turned off all my notifications for not only my work emails, but my Slack notifications. She literally did. Like, there were emails and Slack as an instant messenger we use at work. 
And she didn't respond to any of them. No, and I sent out an email, like, the day before, and I was like, just a reminder, I will not be available. Which, as y'all heard, I told Malia she could, like, text me and talk shit. Yeah, I did. work. I so, totally did. And she did. But, you know. But she and really I had did. People, like, I had a couple people text me, like, questions, like, but it wasn't anything, like, major. So. I mean, there have been times where she's gone on, quote, unquote, vacation, and she's ended up, like, proofing mocks and stuff. Yes. And it's, like, she'll basically do full-on work while she's on vacation. But she didn't do that, and it was awe-inspiring. Did you miss me? I did. You know, I texted you every, like, fucking day. I I know. I just like hearing it. I'm fishing. (laughs) I'm pulling a Caitlin. Don't mind me. I'm just fishing. I'm fishing. But, yeah, literally I would text her every day and be like, are you having fun? And then I'd be like, I really miss you at work. It was very sad. You didn't say that. You just said that in your head. Well, it was implied. (laughs) With every single text, the undercurrent was... I miss you. I miss you. I didn't miss work. (laughs) I, like, didn't want to go back, but it's fine. But I was definitely super jealous because her pictures of the Biltmore made it look awesome. It wasn't that great. It was super boring. And now I need a North Carolina vacation. I wish I would have toured the winery. If I could go back, I would have just done the winery because I don't give a Mm. shit about, like, history and architecture. (laughs) I don't care. Like, it was interesting. Because it's, like, this super old building. It wasn't interesting for two and a half hours. (laughs) Like, that's how long it took to tour the fucking mansion. <laughs> and then, as soon as we got outside, we were going to go to the winery, and it started raining. I think that's really what, like, made it boring for you, is all the rain. Because the estate looked, it like, It put me in a beautiful. shit mood. Like, I was such a bitch. I was like, all I want to do is drink wine. And, like, the gods won't even let me do that. But like, the, the wine was gods. good. It was so good. Yeah. It was the best part of the trip. That and um, a restaurant slash bar called Barley in Ooh. downtown Asheville. It's pizza. You get it by the slice. It was the cheapest meal we had the entire vacation. It was like $20 for both of us. Was it really good pizza? It was amazing. It was New York style. So Mm. it was super thin crust. And we both got, we got one slice of pizza each. And then toppings were extra. And then we both got like, I got an ale and he got a beer. It was like $20 total. I want pizza now. It's the best. That's like Elise and I's entire life. It's just, I want pizza now. Yep. All the time. I never, I, I never like don't want pizza. Even Laz really wants pizza. He does. I say that because I'm looking, first of all, because he tried to steal pizza the last time we had pizza <laughs> over here, and because one of his favorite toys is shaped like a pizza. Yes. It's actually a dog toy, but Elise bought it for Laz anyway and said if I give it to my cat, it's a cat toy. I mostly just did it for the Instagram. It does make really cute Instagrams. So what is your boss slash adulting moment? So, speaking of cute kittens, Laz is forever a kitten, no matter how old he gets. Mm -hmm. Um, I made time this weekend, thanks primarily to my little sister. I'm not going to lie. That kid will, like, she keeps you with it. Um, But I made time this weekend to volunteer at our local animal shelter with my kid's sister. She can't volunteer without me, and so I literally had to be there because she's still, like, little baby. She's not 18. Um, But not only were there so many cute cute, cute dogs, and cute, 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 teeny, tiny kittens. I've literally already been telling Elise about these teeny, tiny kittens because they're so small. They're like two months old. Oh, they broke my heart. So I'm going to have to go back on Saturday and cuddle them. Um, but we also met some really cool people. Now you're coming here Saturday. BT dubs. But not like in the you morning. You like in the morning. That's yeah, 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 yeah. No, I need the whole day. Bitch, if I showed up at 9 a.m., you would be like, get out. It is me and my eggs right now. Like, And if she was, she would just be, like, eating her over medium eggs Mm -hmm. and, like, not talking to me. 
Um, but yes, they were so cute. And we met some really cool people while we were there, which is fun. Kids, I mean, we've talked about this on the site before. Since as an adult, it's kind of hard to like meet new people outside mm -hmm. of work. You can't just like go up to someone at a bar and be like, so would you like to be my new best friend? That's weird. I don't know why it works for dating, but it doesn't work for friendships. So anyway, very exciting. I was social. I gave back to the community. Yay. Mostly my little sister was the adult, but that's fine. <laughs> I was her adult, so she could go in. That's good. Yeah. I wish I volunteered more at shelters, but, like, it's one of those things, like, I want to do and I know I should do, but it's so hard. It makes, like, it, I literally leave crying because I, I can't was, just take them yeah. home. I definitely, my sister went in and she, like, went in thinking she was going to be totally fine and she left and she was like, I need this dog. This dog is totally inappropriate for her lifestyle. He's like 60 pounds and high energy. No. And she has no free time because she's on everything in high school or whatever. And anyway, she's like, I need this dog. And I was like, no, 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 you don't. You think you need this dog because he's the cutest thing we've ever seen. Mm -hmm. But I'm hoping it gets easier. Well, that's like that one time we went and we met that 14-year-old oh. cat named Momo. Yes. And I left. Like, I didn't stop thinking about Momo for, like, a long time. Until we like, found out he was adopted. Right. Well, because And the even whole, now, we're still yeah, thinking about well, Momo. Well, the whole story was that his owner died. And so, this like, he just got, ended up at the shelter. And I was like, he's 14. No one's going to want him. And it just made me sad. And then the, we went back and found out he had been adopted. And it just made my day. And that was better. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'll get easier the more I go, but I also think there will be some that'll be harder, like when you go week after week mm -hmm. and this one dog hasn't been adopted. I think yeah. that's going to be what crushes me. Yeah. But last week was pretty happy. Like a couple of dogs were adopted. One dog was reunited with its owner. It was like a good, it's a feel good day. Aww. It was good. Adopt, guys. Don't shop. Don't shop. That's an issue we care about. We need to start writing more about we that. Do. We do. And if you guys have adopted, you should share pictures with us on yes. Twitter and Instagram and tag us. You can hashtag oh, just I've, eavesdropping. But I've also come up with a new hashtag, <gasps> and I want to make it a thing. Okay. Okay. It's not, like, revolutionary, but, like, it's cool. Okay. So I think we should start hashtag earn, spend, living. Cause, like, make it a verb. I like, like how it. are you earn spend living? I do like that. Mm -hmm. You'd be like, I'm adopting instead of shopping. This is how I'm earn spend living. Do it. Use that instead. <laughs> Hashtag earn spend living. And we'll look at it. We'll regram you, retweet you, whatever. We will regram the shit out of yeah, you. Yeah, like come at us with your earn spend living. Yes, it's I do like it. Ugh, I like it so much. I'm like, we're going to yeah. say it all the time, and now we're going to be insufferable. And just so you know, it's Elise's fault. It's always my fault. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> Okay, so connect with us on social media. Mm -hmm. Share your cute pictures of your dogs and cats that were adopted. And hashtag earn, spend, living. Hashtag earn, spend, living on everything forever. So mm -hmm. we, like, notice you. Twitter, and... Instagram, Facebook, everything. Yes. We won't be able to see it on Facebook if they hashtag. Yeah, yeah you will. You can if you search it. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Guys, I'm living in, like, Duh. 2012. I mean, no fine. one does it on Facebook. I'm just right. saying it anyway. Like, if you want to, you can. <laughs> you might look, like, dumb to your friends, <laughs> but, like, we'll like you. So, Elise, where else can they keep up with us? Literally everywhere. Pinterest, Tumblr, YouTube. Go watch the fucking YouTube videos and troll me like I've asked. No one's trolled me yet. It's true. We've only gotten, like, nice people. Guys, I want to get in a fight, Okay. Yes, go troll us so we can get a fight <laughs> with you, and then we can all become famous. 
But yeah, we are at Earn Spend Live on literally every channel. We've taken over. No one else has tried to get our name. We are. This is such a good time. name. We're so original. We're so original. And then, so if you love this podcast, which you did, you can find eavesdropping on iTunes and or Podbean and or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. And you should subscribe. And if you really, really, really love us, which you do, leave us a review. We would love you forever. And give us five stars. Yeah. Four, if you're, like, feeling a little, like, mean, um, but we'd prefer five. Yeah, but you can... Four is cool. If you don't <laughs> like us for whatever reason, leave us a five-star rating and then tell us why you think we're trash. I promise we will read it as long as you leave the five-star rating. I'll literally Instagram it because that's yeah. so cool. That would be really funny. You <laughs> should take that suggestion from me and make it your own joke and everyone will think you're really funny. Yes. Maybe you'll even be famous. Yeah, we're going to make everyone Insta-famous. That's our goal. I'm still trying to make myself <laughs> Insta-famous. Um, oh, and then if you have Dear HBIC questions that you want one of yes. us to read and both of us to respond to, email us. At hit us up at earnspinlive.com. I have a special folder that I will put it into. And we will read it on the air and then publish it a day later. But, you know, whatever. Yes. Podcast life. Okay, bye. Bye, eavesdroppers.